previously on Critically Stupid. Been on the road and I'm making new friends. I'm better wizard and the magic never ends. I'm sure he can't read, but he's the brightest guy I know. Unless there are numbers involved, then he's kinda slow cause he didn't go to school. But he's no fool. But he's my best friend, him and everyone I meet. Like my pal flute and the knolls that bit his feet. We met some monsters in that night, we saved Flume's life. Headed to a tavern to try to have a good night, but we got in a fight. Flume was nowhere in sight. While playing cards, a man left to his feet. Threatened the wizard and said he was a cheat. But I stepped in and showed him my threes. Something growled, and everyone decided to freeze. But I still had my threes. A monster climbed up, they said it was a troll. I was surprised to see a new friend come from that hole. I said hello, and I tried to shake his hand. But some strangers made a fuss and jumped on some businessman. That was not the plan. We came together and defeated the beast. Of all my best friends, I probably liked him least. I mean, I still liked him. Then we met some guy who said he had a quest. He would pay us, put our skills to the test. Now we have a quest to find my old best, my old best friend, Floon. Okay, so we're gonna, we're gonna, go ahead, Katie. What's up? I'm just curious how old everybody is. I know Gary is 19. And confirm. 19. God, I'm old. We're all 19. No, I, would, yeah, I hate I to break it to Dan, in this, in this <laughs> fucking scenario, I'm the outlier here. I'm like parading around as a fake adult. You're, You're... parading around with your youth. How dare you? Must be nice to be young enough to parade. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Like... I haven't gotten out of bed without a bad back in years. No, you know me, very youthful and <laughs> dripping with energy. Um, I, I am, I'm 33. Okay, all right. Oh, I'm 36. Okay. I feel like Alex is just going to avoid the question. I'm 47. So what's going to happen is this. Uh, so, I feel like uh, you've got to be around my age. Yeah, 47. It's around there. It's in the neighborhood. You're not 47. You 47 is what I heard. I'm not not 47. 
I'm pretty sure you're not. I yeah, I'm gonna confidently say <laughs> you right. are not. We're gonna move, we're gonna move along. Thank you so much for coming. Um, we're gonna go just to switch the order up so that uh, Diana doesn't get mad at me. We'll go Anthony, Garyan, Katie, and then Diana. You get to go last. Switching it up, throwing Anthony under the bus. Yeah, you're fine, buddy. You're I'm you fine. do this you're professionally. Right. Cool. Hi, I'm Anthony. <laughs> I'm playing the role of. Arnold Stevelson, the optimistic bard who makes everyone his best friend. And I'm excited to find my best friend, Flume. Right. Um, I play Gareth, who is w one of many of uh, Arnold's best friends. Um, notably, not a wizard. He is a rogue. Um, that's about it. Tremendous. Katie. Hey, I'm Katie. I play Cerulean. She is a water ganasi um, sorcerer who is looking for her fan band to put them all back together. Diana, I'm I I am I'm Diana. That's it. Um, I am playing. <laughs> that's that's my intro. Nothing I else is needed. Um, I am playing uh, Mel, who is um, Arnold's one true best friend out of all of them, because you gotta have one above all else. I'm everybody's bestie. Just letting you know. Um, I am a, a half-elf ranger, and, and I am uh, pretty much looking to kind of find myself. Aren't we all? I love that. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, let's let's jump into it. It is the uh, Yawning Portal. Uh, one afternoon after uh, work, and you guys have just been... Um, offered a quest by Volo Getterthump to find uh, his friend Floon, who you all have a, a working knowledge of. Uh, fun fact, my favorite moment from last week's episode is the moment on Garion's face when he re realizes that he, in fact, forgot <laughs> that he knew who Floon was. That was no, the, yeah, the, it, wasn't, it wasn't Gareth forgetting. No, it was me for real actually <laughs> forgetting because I'm a moron. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so you're sitting... how, how does the youngest one of us have the worst memory? Uh, so you're sitting at the table with Volo. It's a crowded tavern, so you're you're uh, isolated by dint of uh, crowd and noise. Do you want to chat with him at all, or um, learn about the city, or do you want to just like head on out to the Sea Ward and uh, try your luck? I'm I'm kind of very eager to go off looking for Arnold's best friend Floon, but that's just my vote. I have a gameplay question that I never established with you prior to this. Sure. Moment. What is our money situation currently? Um, stole money, start... though. Um, not a wizard stole money, right? But did I did steal money? about $6 from that sailor. Was that it? Big yeah, money. I think Garion's carrying like 10 copper, and I'll give him two silver because I'm feeling generous. Um, and I think the rest of you have got, I don't know, I'm guessing, like, uh, probably the bard has has more than any of you because he's the only one gainfully employed. He's a showman. I feel yeah. like the bard's financially irresponsible, though. Seems like a good question for the bard. I feel like I'm just very kind, and I would help my friends out. So you're you're right. Maybe, I wouldn't call it financially irresponsible. I'd call it very sweethearted. And uh, <laughs> he's, he's very you're, generous. You're very yeah. generous. You're you're all very welcome. Um, I will continue to play and dance for your your meals. <laughs> Thank you very much. Right. Yeah. Dance so, puppet. Dance. Yeah. So yeah, I we think... don't we don't actually need to pay for anything. We can pay our tabs with uh, with Arnold's dancing. 
Oh, you can I'll be outside do? again. <laughs> <laughs> I work uh, in the yeah. corners for my friends. I was going to say, so that's what are we doing, how I paid my way through college. Okay, We're so... This guy, kidding, so what kidding. do we want to do with him? So the, the, the man whom I imagine looks a lot like a walrus. I don't know why. That's what I'm picturing from your voice. I just imagine, like, this tufty... I don't know what he really looks like. I've not seen... Yeah, I'm imagining, like, this... Oh, 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 like, 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 he's... <laughs> I'm pretty much of it like it's like a Zoidbergian from Futurama, sure, just like, yeah. with but, like the like the thing from the Phantom Menace, the the tribe leader of Jar Jar's people. You know <laughs> yes. what I'm talking about? Yes, mob, so, mob Gideon or whatever. That's why, not it. So, okay, so so this man, um, I see him at the table. Is does is he? I know he's a writer of many books of uh, about you know adventures and characters and such. Does he have any of these books on him that I can see? Like if I take a if I look around. Uh, he's got a, uh, sort of a satchel slung against the back of his chair and sort of leaning back, you can see, uh, quills, parchment, um, the bag is ink stained, uh, but it doesn't really look like heavy enough to have like tomes in it. Being roughly familiar with his work, you know that his books are sizable. Uh, so you'd okay. be able to, you'd be able to tell if he had one on him. Got it. Um, oh man. So we're all pretty familiar with him right like he's yeah you've, you've at least heard his name once okay um so i take my i take my uh loot out i take my let no let's go with what do i have a liar i'm gonna take my liar out um and i'm gonna ask him desperately to sign it before we go i'm like look i know i know i just have i just look i know it's embarrassing it's embarrassing for all my friends to see this because they don't have a liar to get signed and i apologize so true. um but I would just, like, it would mean so much to me if you would just sign your name right here on this list. And I ask him, like, like I just kind of, like, bow to him, and I, I ask for his signature because I'm a big fan of adventures and monsters, and I'm just, I would love to get his signature. Um, so oh, I do man. that. I, I just want to say, when you said you pull out your lute, I forgot that was a musical instrument. <laughs> I'm just like, you pull out all of your lute oh, on the table right now. It's not that <laughs> yeah. much. It would not take that long. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> Volo is dance uh, a little more deeply flattered, and you can see his like flatter, but there's also like like he just like perks right up, and there's like a rosy glow to his cheeks. He's well, well, of course I'd be happy to sign it, young man. I've signed many an instrument before, and he reaches into his bag and he pulls out a ridiculous quill. It's like it's like <laughs> two and a half feet long, comically um, long quill. Like, licks it. And, sign, and signs your, his name in huge, like, swooping letters uh, before handing it back to him. And says, I, I, I knew I liked you, young young sport. Yes! So I, just, I take it, and I kind of, like, blow on it so the ink dries. I'm just, like, like almost kissing it, but not. You know, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just, so I'm like, okay, let's go find Flynn so I can show him my, my awesome autograph. Like, is everyone in? What do we have to do? Anyone, like, what do we need? And I, uh, Yeah, so I, lo I look to my friends. And just, Are we ready? I, I look to Bolo, and I say... Honey, do you know if there's anybody in particular we should ask for that maybe would know anything about Flume? Well, I, I, I should say uh, start at the Steward Dragon. I mean, uh, Flume is, of course, my my dear friend. Um, and we had a we had a brunch date for tomorrow, of course, uh, for uh, shrimp French toast. And uh, I, I will say, I think there was something on something on Flume's mind the other day uh, when we 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 spoke and made brunch plans and uh he seemed to be seemed a wee bit preoccupied uh but beyond myself i i dare say i am i am Flune's dearest companion so well, i don't can I, insight, can I can i do an insight check sure fuck yeah you can okay. also i want to ask a follow-up question after this insight check would you roll katie 
I have, I know nothing. I got a three without my modifiers, but I'm, I know nothing. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. You're pretty sure this is Volo. <laughs> oh, I'm an eight. Yeah. I mean, it's an eight. I have a plus five, but it's, okay. it's still an eight. Um, was the, this last time you spoke with Floon, was this the last time you saw him? Yes, I saw him uh, just 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 the other afternoon. He came into the came into the the, the bar and uh, uh, coerced me into buying him a drink, the the rapscallion, and uh, and uh, we made plans for brunch. But he did seem a little bit preoccupied. He seemed like there was something on his mind. All right, thank you. Uh, and I remember that I have an accent now. <clears throat> uh, when when was this? Do you say a few days ago? Yes, this was uh, 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 just just a few days ago. Outstanding. Uh, as far as the particulars about uh, who, who would know about Floon, I, as I said, I do believe that I am his, his boon companion, but um, I would urge you caution, adventurers, if you are new to these streets, uh, moving, moving through the city, we're in something of a, of a shivered war. It's just uh, unsavory characters about, you know, you know. So just be cautious. You've, you've heard of the Black Network. You know what they're capable of. Um, I absolutely not, have not heard of them. We are a bunch of clueless morons. The black what now? The black network. Uh, the genterim, as they are known. I'm not not quite sure if I'm pronouncing that right, but yes, the black network. I wouldn't network. know either way. Uh, so out of out mm -hmm. of character, the black network or the zenterim are a um, network of. Oh, the zenterim and the xanthar guild. Zan yep. Xanthar guild are in a civil war. I have that. Sorry. Yeah, no, you're good. Um, so the Black Network or... Katie, or take better notes. <laughs> she had the notes. She just didn't write them. No, it's amazing. I'm impressed. You're incredible. The Zentrum or the uh, uh, Black Network are a, a group of, I would call them like rapscallions. Um, they're, hooligans. They're, yeah, hooligans. They're, they're a group of people who have sort of like built themselves up to be this sort of like network of not quite legal, not quite illegal fences. Um, so like the Black Market. A little bit, they'll they'll buy like and sell. A gang? They're a little, yeah. No, they're no, they're a formal organization. Their legal side is um, protection for nobles, armored chariots. Oh, they're like the mafia. A little bit, yeah, but they do a lot more actual, literal buying and selling than um, your your standard uh, mafia organi organized crime ring. Yeah, both um, of them do, or just one of them. That is the Black Network. You don't know anything about Xanathar, but the way that Volo is talking about them, uh, you you should or you should find out. Okay. All right. Well, I think we should head over to the Skewer Dragons. Test our luck there. Before we go, I kind of go, wait, they're bad guys? And I look at uh, Zolo and I'm, I'm just like, do they have like like eye patches or anything? Do they have any kind of like distinguishing... Do, do I get to... Do they wear mustaches so we can recognize them? Or like... And I try to... Um, like he... basically, my character's trying to trying to determine whether or not there's any sort of like symbol, like a rebel symbol or something. Like, like you know, like are they terrible? Do they wear swastikas? That way, in the future, <laughs> are they racist? I love. Let's establish this early. Uh, if there is a Nazi symbol in this campaign, it's all the way bad. Okay, uh, awesome. I'm I'm really hoping to avoid good, sort of entire good clarification. Um, he. Mm, that's a good question. Um. He's, so he's still riding on that high because somebody asked him for his autograph. Um, but you see a little bit of that fire die down a little bit and the corners of his, of his smile sort of dip. Um, and he says, I've, boy, it's uh, deep, deep talks, you understand, dear boy. Uh, the, the, the darker corners of the taverns and 
the meaner streets talk about an insignia, uh, a circle with ten spokes. I've never seen it myself. I've I've referenced it. Uh, I've heard about it for for my books, of course. You know, and also has to do his uh, his research. But I, I would urge caution if you see such a sigil. Okay. Is there any reason to think that Floon got caught up with these? Oh, no, no. Of course not. Floon is a stand, stand-up citizen. He might have been a wee bit preoccupied. He might be a little blow-hearted at some point, but he's... No, no, no. He would never be involved. <laughs> he's a, Floon, Floon would never get mixed up in all that. He's, he's a genuine sort, a good old-fashioned chap. All right, we're rolling. Yes, same. Okay, we'll roll. Fine. Mm. It is, as I said, the the evening, so night is falling over the city of Waterdeep. It is early spring, late winter, so it's kind of miserable outside. It's raining. Um, The streets are cold. There are people uh, just starting to light the uh, street lamps. Um, And so uh, you're walking through the streets, and you actually, there's a a commotion ahead on your way to, uh, Floon gave you uh, cross streets for the skewered dragon. He he pointed you in the right direction. He wouldn't just let you wander around. Um, But as you're walking down, there seems to be a cordoned off section of the streets. Um, There's an upturned wagon um, and several dark silhouettes lying on the cobbles. And there are a number of city guard and livery uniforms sort of like moving traffic along, stopping passerbys to let the occasional horse uh, and carriage go through. But um, there is there is a, a scene ahead. Do any of the guards look particularly young or new? Like they don't know what they're doing? There is a, uh, yes, there's a guard standing sort of, uh, close to a to a building away from from like sort of the main action of like people moving traffic um and he's just sort of like fiddling with the hilt of his uh sword a little bit um is is there anyone like injured at the scene up ahead with the overturned wagon as you get closer um not close enough that you have to interact with the scene just yet but you notice that there are three uh men kneeling um in front of uh, or sort of like in this scene, and there are uh, two dead bodies that the guard is uh, trying to cover up with with wax sheets and sort of whatever they can to get it away from prying eyes on the streets. So yes, there's a lot going on. <laughs> I run up to the young, inexperienced looking guard, and immediately um, I say, "Honey, I'm looking for my friend, and she was supposed to be coming in the carriage, and I can't find her, and I don't know who you have under the sheets. What happened here?" Ooh, that's a good one. Give me, um, give me a persuasion check. Or wouldn't that be bluff? Ah, uh, whatever. You're the damn. What is that? Um, okay, so 17 plus, you said persuasion? Yep. <laughs> 22. 22. Ooh, that's pretty good. Okay, he says, oh gosh, miss, uh, I, I'm not, I'm not actually supposed to tell anybody. But, uh, but uh, you said it was a she, 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 she I, uh, th- those are dudes. So like, I, I think you're okay. Oh my gosh, what happened to them? I'm not really supposed to tell. Uh, well, honey, I won't tell anybody. I promise you can trust me. How, how close are the rest of you to, to um, Cerulean right now? I, I kind of went, uh, my, my character first instinct was to like check if everyone was okay. So I'm kind of up in there. You get about five feet away before a, a burly man uh, picks up a quarterstaff and puts it in, in into your chest and says, step away. 
that seems aggressive. Okay. Um, Mel, what are you what are you up to? Do you do you roll up with Cerulean? Um, I I almost think that I wouldn't want to over overwhelm because we kind of want him to to believe this story. And if there's a whole bunch of us, and undoubtedly you would try to make him your best friend and you know, <laughs> just be very overwhelming. So, so I think that I would probably back away, maybe like take in the scene a little bit further away, just see what everybody's doing, take okay. in what I can. Okay. Um, Cerulean, this young guard, um, ducks, ducks his chin like he's got a secret. Um, and a boyish grin sort of like spreads over one side of his lips and he says, oh gosh, I'm not supposed to say, but it's, gosh, it's really just so exciting. Uh, this was an assassination. <laughs> Oh no! Who would have thought? Yeah, we don't we don't what? really know who like who who it was for. Uh, the 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 cat the sergeant back there is just is still trying to identify the bodies because there's not much left. Oh ah. my goodness! I'm so what? glad that it wasn't my friend. You know what? My name is Roxy. If you ever ever just want to talk, I'm right here. I'm right here. You, if you got any information, you just want to get it off your chest. I know how hard it can be to be new on a job. Are you new on a job? You seem like you, you, you're young, handsome chap. I feel like you might be new here. This is my third week. Oh my goodness. Well, aren't you just the sweetest? Well, again, my name's Roxy. If you ever need anything, if you ever see me, if you got information, if you see me pass by, just tell me. I'd love to get just meant to me. I can take it off. Okay, uh, Anthony, what are you up to in the, while this is while this is happening? Um, I was still kind of looking at my liar, and I was watching what was happening. <laughs> um, and then, so like, I, I I imagine that I would have been aware of what happened with my friends in front of me. Um, <laughs> and I see Cerulean, and I see like there's this weird love story going on, and then I also see, and then I also see that there's like this violent situation going on with my actual my first friend. So I'm just like, <laughs> so I'm just like, this is. Amazing. So I just started kind of like playing my liar, just like trying to figure out what kind of music to play because I don't know what's going. Like right now, there's just, violence and okay. love, as far as I'm concerned. Okay. Uh, so while the bard, so as soon as you start strumming your your liar, your loot, or whatever you're using, um, you start picking up some attention. Obviously, like people on the street start turning to you, and the traffic that these uh, guards are starting are trying to move through the street immediately starts to like congest as people slow up and a knot of people forms around you. Um, Natural talent. Gareth, as the, as this crowd is sort of buffeting and, and changing the the layout of the street, you're you're pushed a couple steps closer into the guard. Not by not by your fault, but you're able to get a little bit closer. Um, give me a quick perception check. I want to see how much of this scene you're picking up. We got a 16 plus three is 19. 19's pretty good. Um, these men are all dressed in uh, matching black leather armor. Very, okay. uti very utilitarian stuff. It's not fancy, but it's definitely seen, it's seen some use. Scuffs, nicks, uh, there are, there's places where it's been patched up. Um, any, the weapons. So any suspicious circle with 10 spokes logo? negative there are i mean okay. it's hard to see because it is it is dark it is raining their arms are sort of like tied behind them so you can't really see all of it um, fair enough but not immediately like on the breast or you know they don't have like, now, are, are you are you talking are you talking about the people cleaning up or the victims the, i'm talking about the people under arrest the three people kneeling okay in front of i the gotcha pillar. gotcha mm -hmm. i understand 
So, okay. so there's three people people. under arrest kneeling. There's two people dead? That's correct. Okay, thank you. Um, can I see the dead people? No, they're under wax, you said. Yeah, the guards are actively trying to like uh, cover them up for the for the sake because of Because there there are dead people in public, yeah. Yeah, I can't have that. Am I still uh, near homeboy, like still talking to him? Uh, the, the captain, or the sergeant, I should say, who put the quarterstaff in Gareth's chest also noticed that a, um, I will say an unaccompanied lady started talking to one of his soldiers and is in the, in the process of uh, hustling you along. Did I catch the young soldier's name by chance? Um, yeah, he told you his name was Adam. Did she get a, qu- a quarterstaff to the chest? She did not. No, I'm a young lady. Sexist. Lame as hell. So as as I'm playing, you said people are kind of forming around me a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, do they seem like they're pleased by what I'm doing? No. No, it's like they're, they're they're okay. So they don't love me. I get that. That's fine. Um, I was so, gonna say if, throw a hat down, but maybe, okay, maybe yeah. don't. So but, okay, so so I can see that these people don't like me. Um, so I slowly kind of like play by them as like quiet, you know, quieting <laughs> down as I'm walking through the crowd. Um, but, but I tried to take a look at the people who were arrested. Can I, do I recognize anything about them? Not recognize them as if like I'm familiar with them, but do, when I see them, do I get any kind of impression about them or do I, can we learn anything about the two people or the people who are arrested? Yeah. Give me, um, I'll take an investigation uh, check for it. Okay. So is that a D20 plus something? That's a D20 plus your investigation skill. Investigation. Okay. Got it. Cool. Okay. Well, it's not a great investigation. All right. It's four plus. Let's see. <laughs> Um, that's nine total. Nine total. Okay. Mm -hmm. Not the best. Um, your impression is one of a, more of an artistic nature. Um, you get, you get the sense that these are bad dudes, um, long, greasy hair, uh, sort of hastily tied up bruises, cuts from maybe a couple days ago, some fresh, uh, definitely, definitely fighting dudes. And they, uh, make almost fearless eye contact with everybody, including the guards, um, their shoulders aren't bent, their necks aren't slumped, like they're, they, they seem to almost be defiant in their current state. Okay. So they're definitely mercenaries. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. Um, it's, it's a frame job. Frame job. All right, moving along. To, through the sea ward, uh, the streets get narrow, the buildings get shitty, the uh, air smells of low tide and excrement. Um, and you come to a uh, sort of like a busy junction um, close to the water where a sort of square opens up and um, dominating one side is a uh, building that's sort of like leaning slumps to one side, like it's slowly falling into the sea, some blocks behind it um, with a crooked sign over the top that says the skewered dragon. It is not the busiest tavern. I mean, having having come from the yawning portal, which was three floors of like, like slamming business and crowds and chatter. This place seems almost like quiet by comparison. Um, you walk inside, half the tables are full. Um, and even the ones that are occupied, there's you know only three people sitting at a five person table. People are uh, bent over their, their tankards and their cups um, engrossed in either serious conversations or serious gambling. Just like in the Yawning Portal, people were, were, were gambling, but this is not the, the jovial sort of like, ah, oh, you, you scamp or, or anything like that. Like, no, people are taking ah, this it. very seriously. Um, but there is also like a like a, a bartender behind the bar who's sort of like 
nods nods at you as you come in and she and she sort of gives you one of the one of the old chin chin nods all right well i'm gonna wait for the rest of my party before sitting down at the bar i'm gonna follow Uh, but i'm gonna sit i'm gonna sit maybe like two seats over just to have some separation so we don't necessarily get grouped together as i just sit right next to cerulean i'm immediately (laughs) like is your husband gonna come to this bar with us whoa wait I saw you. You two were in love. You're in love. That's amazing. I've never, I've never actually seen love. That was wonderful. As much as I want to tell you that that's what love looks like, honey, it's. I'm so sorry to tell you that's just not it. He's not my husband. He's a little young for me, but um, you know, there's always time. Someday in the future, I'll let you know when I find him. With him? (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely not. (laughs) Uh, The bartender rolls up. Um, It is a uh, sort of rough and tumble looking uh, lady with like scars over the backs of her knuckles. Um, She sort of like slaps some some coasters in front of half of you and looks at the other half and figures you're fine. Says, uh, (laughs) what do you want? Um, I'll, I don't have any money, do I? You got enough to pay for a drink, maybe? Okay. All right. I will order a glass of the cheapest ale they've got. Okay. It's called Rot Gut, and it comes in a giant barrel behind the bar. What's every, what's everybody the, dr- actually, what is a good question? What's everybody's uh, uh, beverage of choice if you do uh, drink, if you do imbibe? In, like, real life? No, in game. Why oh. would I? I'm so Yeah, for the, for the piece of shit 19-year-old who can't drink yet, who gets tap water. I forgot. I forgot. Uh, uh, anyway, Gareth will get some rot gut because he's frugal. Okay. Actually, wait, I have extra money because I, like, robbed that, or I didn't rob him. I won it fair and square from that gambling match. You have two pieces of silver to to rub together. Well, I'm going to get two glasses of rot gut then. More bang for my buck. Okay, fair enough. Uh, uh, Mel, what do you drink? Um, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm poor and that sounds terrible and, and I don't, I gotta be kind to my stomach. I'm not really too soups interested in the love talk that's happening (laughs) with like, like I understand that, that the bard would like to learn about it so he can sing about it later, but that's, we got shit to do. So, um, I'm not going to waste time. I feel, I feel like I'm just going to ask the bartender if she knows anything about Floon. Um, who? He had a reservation here for brunch with some writer guy. I don't know who. Uh, Arnold, who signed your loot again? Oh, oh my gosh, guys, my best friend. He's the most famous writer in all the land. Look at the signature. It's clearly look at it. Look, it's perfect. It's beautiful. And I show I her hope my it's smeared. So it is. It is actually a little bit We're smeared. Blowing from the rain. on it so much. Uh, he he did pull it out in the rainy street. So it's 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 the signature is still intact, but there are a couple of raindrops marring it slightly. However, as you as you pull it up, um, the bartender sort of like snorts and turns and gestures. And there's on the on the wall of this bar um, is a sort of like uh, uh, not welcome back in, and it's uh, rece- it's receipts that uh, have people's signatures scrawled on them. And she points to a corner, and uh, Volo's got his own little uh, corner in the in the top left there. She says him. And I, so I say, I say, oh, oh, um, yeah, look at what he did to my liar. You and I both have this in common. We neither of us like this man. 
boy. Uh, how how recent are those those tickets? Uh, ooh, that's a that's a tough call from where you're sitting. Um, no, I, I'm trying to figure out like when did he get banned from the skewer dragon? Uh, the 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 most recent one looks looks from a couple days ago. Um, act as you're talking. Um, there's a clattering of stools, and one of the sailors uh, sort of leans up against the bar next to uh, Arnold at, uh, at the end, um, and sort of like slides his his empty tankard toward the bartender, um, and says, "I know that guy. I'll tell you where he is. I'll tell you for five silver pieces." Question for you: <laughs> Can you spot me five silver pieces? Where is your accent going, Gary? I, ah, move on. I can't wait to cut that part out, too. Keep going. Wait, wait, wait. wait. You're, you're editing this, man. Just do a second take. No one said anything yeah, else. Yeah, just, just do a second uh, take. I, I, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, question for you. <laughs> can, you can you... Can you... Can you... Five silver pieces? <laughs> Are you okay? Did you just have a stroke? <laughs> oh, wait, this this rock is doing something to me. Oh, I, I actually really like it. I'm getting subtle notes of cinnamon and clove. <laughs> that was amazing. So, okay, um, as we talked about before, as the bard and someone who who works, um, you know, for the money to feed these degenerates, um, would I have enough to be able to, you know? offer that and feel okay with it? Or what would I have left? You know, I, I know I can't just like throw money out there all the time, so. You could bargain with your official signed liar. Never, I will never <laughs> part with this. <laughs> you could do a little dance. You could Make do an, ex an exchange of goods right. or services, I believe is, is traditional, yeah. So, you could, yeah. So as, you know, I, I clearly still have the, the liar out and right. I, so I, I, you know, so I ask if, it would be possible. I asked the woman if it would be possible for me to make some money entertaining people for the night while my friends. So, so I kind of say to her, I j just a second ago, I got so many people's attention just by playing for a second. <laughs> it's like, I don't, I don't confirm whether or not that it was, it was a welcomed attention, but I, I'm not lying to the person. I'm just very kindly telling her how good and, you know, yeah, how interesting I can be. So, anyway. yeah, for sure. There's, there is like a, like a narrow stage sort of in a, dusty corner with like a massive open window that they keep open for like ventilation purposes so it's like already wet and sort of like shitty looking but yeah she she nods at it and says you can scrape if you can scrape up a tune uh I'll, I'll knock a few silvers off that price yeah sure i like to laugh <clears throat> can i can i challenge the gentleman to like a game of cards to discount that silver price like if I win, you give us the information for free. If you win, you nothing changes. Ideally, <laughs> I feel like you're gonna own something, but I'd do it. <laughs> Actually, yeah, he's into that. Yeah, <laughs> hell, hell yeah, hell yeah, I'll gamble with you. Yeah, pull up, pull up a chair, man. All right. Um, I I'll tell you what, I didn't have a card game planned. Um, we're gonna play <laughs> straight up. Um, uh, two two card high. Right, so you're gonna pull two Love cards, it. and wh whoever's got the highest one wins. And the idea is to bluff the other person into thinking that you have the higher card. I got you. Okay. Should I go get a deck of cards in real Absolutely life? Absolutely not. I'm gonna. Okay. Uh, no, no. Fuck that cool, noise. Cool. Sorry. No. Uh, yeah. That, that sounds that was, terrible. That, that was stupid. Why do I? That was. Dumb. No, it just doesn't sound like entertaining <laughs> podcasting. 
okay, so you uh, sit down, just you and this guy, um, and he pulls out. Uh, he said he said five silver pieces, right? Yeah. Okay. He pulls out five silver, puts them in the middle of the table, and uh, looks at you and says, "Do you have like any money?" Um. Or anything like like collateral. Can I, like, what's can up? I hear this? Do you have any Dude. leftover of the rock? He seemed to like that. Just give him oh. your drinks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. I'll put like both of my half-empty tankards in the middle. <laughs> Wait, hey, you're drinking from one. one at a time? Yeah, correct. <laughs> I didn't finish one and then start out the other. No, it's double fisting. Yeah. We've all been there. We've all been there. It's fine. Yes, it equals know, you, one. You, you see this all go down. Okay, so so since I I kind of uh, began to establish a situation with the the woman of you know the bar, um, can I kind of like flip my wizard friend a little like a coin as I stand up to like start to try to play on the stage? Yeah, for sure. That's what I, I want to do. So, so, so I start playing. And I'm just like my wizard friend is gonna play some cards. He's gonna do great, and it won't be hard. And just like singing, like <laughs> being like. You know, just like going at it and like, we're gonna find our friend, his best friend Floon, then we're gonna leave hopefully soon, this place is scary oh crap. And I'm just like playing song, you know, and just that. like going. I love that. So it is, uh, it is every bit as terrible as it looks over there in that corner. You are actively getting rained on. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's freezing and you're miserable, but tunes sound great. All right, Gary, give me a, we're gonna do a bluff, a bluff roll off. You and me, you and uh, the a sailor. A bluff roll off. Uh, why is bluff not on here? Is that a, am I a moron? Oh, uh, de deception, sorry. Ah, gotcha. Yep. Okay. I'm with you. Okay. And I rolled a bummer. Natural nine, so a thirteen. You know what? That's still better than him. Uh, so he he throws his cards down on the table in disgust. Takes his takes his coin back uh, and, and slides your your silver piece back to you, um, and says, uh, "Yeah, that guy was here the other day. He was uh, he was drinking with he was drinking with somebody." Do you uh, happen to remember who? I would love you to ask that in your character voice. Damn it! Do you happen to remember who? Uh, no, I didn't get a good look at him. I was pretty wasted at the time. Valid. I'm so or, glad we didn't pay for this info. All right, uh, well... They, look, they looked like they were having a bad time. They were arguing. Pretty bad, oh. actually. And can I hear this? Am I yeah. like... Okay. Right. Do you happen to have a really fluffy mustache? No, no, he had like bright red hair. The Weasleys. Carrot <laughs> top. That kind of looked looked a little fancy, fancy pants. Didn't really look like he belonged here. Uh, things got a little things got a little heated up, uh, and he he uh, hustled hustled uh, flew out of here. That fucking dig dog, uh, and they went that way. And he points out the window, <clears throat> and uh, catty corner to the bar. You can see there's a there's a shop with a massive purple beholder in the window. A beholder, so glad you asked, um, is a large, it's a, it's a monster, essentially, from, from Dungeons and Dragons. It's sort of like a giant eye floating with like other eyes on tentacles. It's pretty horrifying. Um, yeah, biblically accurate angel. Yeah, so they, but he points to a shop and he, and he sort of says they went that way. It's like a normal thing for these, th these monsters to just be like chilling in front of shops and like aquariums it's a it's a sign it's it's a sign okay not an actual beholder thank you you okay. to be fair you did not make that clear i yeah, fair enough fair enough <laughs> yeah they went they went that way and he pointed next to the lovecraftian horror now they left I together i never together. knew i never knew Floon to be someone to hang out with fancy people so this yes. is very strange 
it's funny. I don't either. I, I, I see him around here all the time. He always talks about having money, but he always bumming drinks off of people. He tried to bum a drink off me. I said, no, man, get out of here. So he, freak, he frequented here. Yeah, he comes in every now and then. I mean, our brunch is fucking famous, man. You tried the shirt French toast? Not yet. Well, so dope as hell. When, when around was the last time you saw him? Was it this interaction where he was uh, fighting with the uh, carrot? Aye, aye. It was uh, two, two, two nights ago. Two nights ago. Aye, aye. Thank you, sir. Yep. I literally tap this dude that I still don't know his name, right? I don't know anybody's name still. Um, and I tap him to come on and I'm kind of pulling him up out of the chair with me because I have a feeling that he's the type of person that will try to pickpocket this dude and just like, I don't trust him. Um, How dare you? Uh, so as we're walking though, um, I look over and I say, hey y'all, I know we haven't really done much of this, but um, I'm Cerulean. Can everybody tell me who they are? What, what are y'all's names? I have a qu- I'm sorry. Yeah. Potential continuity question? Didn't last time, didn't they, didn't he give us money? Because didn't Gareth's character take all the money and then Cerulean call him out for it? And then uh... Gareth was like, it's for everybody. I'm just keeping an eye on it. So don't we technically have money? We do have, I do remember that interaction. You have a little. You have a little bit of money. I'll tell you what. Let's use this. Let's use this moment yeah, because, right now while we're all paying attention to establish how much money you have. Because Volo paid but us I think up in front. The last episode, yeah, there was a specific amount that he. I believe he gave us a million gold pieces. Yeah, <laughs> that's I'm what sure I remember. He did. No, he gave you ten gold ten. pieces each. So you Pretty have a, a forty, a forty sum on you. Would have been handy for me to tell you that before I tried to extort money from you. But uh, Anthony, you you feel like you can leave fairly easily. Like nobody's paying attention to you. you can... <laughs> Good. So can, do I settle with the woman? Like can I walk over there and I'm like, I, I don't actually. I know we met, we had a deal and I was gonna play for money, but I really hear good things about this shrimp uh, French toast or whatever. <laughs> and I'm just like, can I? I just can I have some for the road? Like, can I just? That's it. We'll call it even. Like even Steven, like fair square. Like I just want some food and I'm like head out. So let me get this straight. Not only did you not play, but you want me to give you free food Hang on, for a menu did, that we. Are you? Are you? Did you did play? Uh, I, you want me? You want me to give you free food? Y'all are best friends now, so. <laughs> I was like, okay, so I'm like, okay, can, can we can we call it like? I'm sure I'll see you again. We're gonna be in this town for a while. If I come back and it's on the menu, and like maybe I'll play again. You give me some French toast. Sure. The next time you're at the Skewer Dragon in the Sea Ward and you want to play for some French toast, we'll let okay. you play for some French toast. French toast. Shrimp okay. French toast, baby. Haven't tried it. Blow your mind. You're telling me a shrimp French to that toast. I'm gonna fucking murder you. <laughs> get, get, get out of here. So I catch up with my friends and I'm just like, she's my new best friend. She's gonna give me shrimp French toast, guys. This is amazing. Like, wh- where are we going? What did you learn? Did you learn anything? Did I help? Oh, that's not something a friend would do to you. Oh. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> um, so they said that the last time that they talked, this this homeboy said the last time he talked or saw Flynn, he was with some uppity ginger fella. And they went over to this here shop, and I point to the shop with the purple beholder and but not a real one. Well, a sign of a purple beholder in fading uh, gold letters that are sl- sort of peeling off the sign. You see the name, the old Zoblob shop. 
You do not have to write that down. It is, it's, it's not that important. Where's the new Zoblob shop? Oof, that's the real question, am I right? I get a you tattoo like of the Zoblob shop. <laughs> Blam! Ad break. Hi, it's me, Alexander James, your friendly neighborhood dungeon master. That sounded more entertaining in my head. Hi, thank you so much for listening to Critically Stupid, our uh, little Dungeons & Dragons podcast. I'm so glad you're here. Just a couple of quick announcements. I'll let you get right back to the show. Uh, we are playing Waterdeep Dragon Heist, an official D&D module written by, I'm going to get it all right this time, Scott, F- Scott Fitzgerald Gray, Kim Mohan, Michelle Carter. Fuck, nope, I goofed it. Hang on, I've got it right here. Chris Perkins, Michelle Carter, Scott Fitzgerald Gray, Kim Mohan. One of these days, I will get them all in one go. Um, if you are enjoying this or if it inspires you in any in any way, I highly suggest you go to dnd.wizards.com. Check out all the great products they have. They've got modules. They've got dice. They've got pencils, probably. Who knows what kind of goods you'll find in the cave of wonders known as dnd.wizards.com. Um, if you would like to end up as a character on Critically Stupid, um, I've got a lot of arcs coming up where I'm going to need NPC names kind of at the drop of a hat, and uh, I love using our community names, um, mainly because I can't make them up on the spot, because I'm not very creative. Uh, you can tweet us at CritStupid, you can leave a comment on our YouTube channel, um, listen to us on Spotify, let us know what you think of us there, just like, get in touch, and, and maybe I'll use your name. Um, yeah, so, thank you so much for listening, uh, I'm going to let you get back to it, I'm really glad you're here. All right. O-L-D-E-S-H-O-P-P-E. Uh, it is X-O-B-L-O-B. Yield. X-O? X-O-B-L-O-B Zoblob. Zoblob, X-O-B-L-O-B. Wow. What did you just call me? Yeah, <laughs> uh, there are a handful of candles burning inside. You can see them through the smudged uh, windows. Um, and the for the record, the, the sailor told you that this was the direction that... Um, Fluent in this other person. Not necessarily uh, into the shop. Not necessarily in the shop. But the shop does sit on the corner and has sort of like a, a, a 180 degree view of the street. And Yeah, we could ask to check their security camera footage. 100%. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Fantasy actually, security footage. I, yeah, correct. Can I tell what kind of shop it is? Like, is it an apothecary? Actually, you don't sure. need to tell because underneath uh, the, the fading peeled gold letters, uh, old Zoblob shop, it says curiosities and other wares. Well, okay. I'm curious. I don't want to get. I'm, I'm so interested in the shop. If uh, I was the cat, I'd be dead as hell. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Stepping inside, uh, you, you are hit immediately with the smell of uh, almost like perfumed tobacco. Um, nice. This, like the shop almost sticks. Um, like there a are. Yeah, exactly. Like a clove cigarette almost. Um, there are uh, floor-to-ceiling shelves, uh, aisle shelves that are like simultaneously really tall and really narrow and look really precarious like they're going to fall. In the back of the shop, sort of against one window, there is a countertop um, and you hear a high-pitched voice squeak up and go, well, hello there. Um. Uh, and rounding the corner, you see a plume of purple smoke sort of like uh, expand like almost from a vacuum and uh, unfurl around an old wizened gnome. Um, a gnome is like 
bestie, like a very small person, maybe like two feet tall. He's sitting on a stool on top of several books. Um, and he's got a, he's got a long white beard. They sort of like curling around one finger and a massive pipe in the other. It's like almost the size of his skull. So I think garden gnome minus the hat. Oh, in my head, he has a hat. Yeah, no, the hat is unnegotiable. Yeah, (laughs) definitely has a hat. Um, so if I'm like where this magical gnome has just popped into existence, if I were to like turn around, would he have a view out into the street from the hundred percent? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm I'm interested in your curi- I'm interested in your curiosity in other wares. Well, are you interested more in the curiosities or the other wares? Definitely the curiosities. Well, what are you curious about? <laughs> That's just a joke. Mm-hmm. Number one, actually, two things. One, what is a Zoblob? That's me. Two, I'm Zoblob. Nice to meet you, Zoblob. Two, why do you laugh like Mickey Mouse? Well, that's a copyright infringement. I'm not allowed to say. <laughs> You're going to edit that out. <laughs> I, was, I was thinking a gingerbread man from Shrek. Pretty good, too. My accent, I'm sure my accent will change. So it's not a very good one. Um, somebody give me a, just a basic perception check standing inside the store. Anybody? Uh, I'll go throw in one of those. Well, first of all, I rolled a nat 20. Well, then <laughs> we'll take it. Yeah. Let's go ahead and do that one. Yeah, so let me look. Hang on. You say investigation? Perception. perception. Oh, I'm sorry, perception. Oh, that's also... Okay, so 23 total. Um, every single thing in this shop, every item in the cubbies, everything hanging on the walls is purple. Hell yeah. I don't know um, why I knew it. I just knew that. This this gnome is wearing uh, a purple brocade robe that is oh like inlaid. Like you you get the idea that like once upon a time it might have actually been pretty nice, but now it's like tattered and ratty. Um, but it is also a deep purple. So are we also on the train of um, the non-infringement mouse? Um, are we thinking like Anastasia, like hat? Wizard yeah, like like, wi- like wizard vibe, or more like Kingdom Hearts, where he's like a badass with a sword. That game's uh, weird. I mean, I love we'll, that game. We'll figure it out as we go. It, it looks however you want it to look in your head. What's the next question? <laughs> um, um, have you? Do you happen to be paying very much attention to the skewer dragon across the street? Well, every now and then, a rough customer comes in drunk off their drunk off their butts. Who wants to buy something off the shelves? Speaking of said drunk customers, I feel unhappy. Uh, have you seen any of them walk past here angrily? Two dudes, one of them bright red hair, the other, other looks like a moron. Well, I'll tell you what, if you've got something, if you've got a curiosity to add to the shelves, well, maybe we'll call it a bargain. Oh. Hold on, there's some time for brainstorming now. What exactly do we know? Like, what what is on the shelves? What's the curiosity? It's all purple. I'll tell you that. I know it's purple. In my head, the gnome's hat is purple. Everything's purple. Hold on, hold on. So, okay, I have a holy symbol in my gear. Can I press the digitation it and make it purple behind my back, and then say Mm. I have a curiosity? Who's the largest of us, like people? I figured, like. Without talking about body size, Diana's wearing like a voluminous cloak. So I imagine she oh, takes yeah. up the most surface area. I'm just going to walk behind Ma- Mel. 
feel like we can just count on the bard to I'm naturally a... be a bit of a distraction. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so me, me and the bard Dying. are like keeping very intense conversation with Zoblob well, here. What, eye what contact and everything. Well, what I was going to say is, uh, so as I, you know, I did the perception check and I was, you know, looking around and seeing the curiosities and I did, you know, I rolled pretty high. I imagine as someone who is fascinated by pretty much everything that I'd want to look at something in particular. So, like, is there, can you, like, can you give me any kind of description of the type of stuff I see that is purple? Because you gave me a lot of purple, but, like, do I see, like, Oh, yeah, can we, can we do that thing that, like, uh, shoplifters do where they're like, yeah, give me that from the back. And their friend goes, like, take something. Sure. Like, shoplift. Correct. Shoplifters yeah. Shoplifters do. <laughs> you know that thing that shoplifters do behind <laughs> the behind the counter, okay. uh, sort of hung up on the on the wall. There's like the, the the grand curiosities you could call them, big bigger stuff that wouldn't fit on the shelves. Um, there's what appears to be an actual troll skull that has been crudely dyed purple. Um, there is a, a a wing of some sort of creature that is that is also uh, unsurprisingly dyed purple. Some larger items like there's a there's a big uh, hookah pipe sitting on a shelf that's gathering dust. Um, what color is it? It's uh, it's blue. No, I'm just kidding. It's purple. Um, however, Anthony, with your uh, phenomenal perception roll, what I will tell you uh, is that you notice a small scuffed insignia on the countertop uh, just underneath this uh zoblob's uh pipe um and it is a circle with 10 spo uh, spokes radiating out of it is it just a wheel like is that what the symbol is it looks like a wheel it's but like without a, it's the outside like a ship. it's like okay. a ship's wheel yes yeah, and like this is katie um just as a side note uh because i know diana you're newer to playing if one person perceives something that does not mean the rest of us do so Anthony has that information and he can share it with us if he so chooses to, but otherwise our characters don't know crap. Yeah, for example, Gareth does not notice the spoken wheel, but is immediately blown away by the purple troll skull and is fascinated. So while can I, I can I can I see that? The skull. Can you can you bring it down so I can look at it? Yeah, when while all of this is going on, I'm just gonna slide nonchalantly behind Mel like I'm looking at something on a shelf. And I'm gonna pull the holy symbol out and I'm just gonna wave my hand over it, cast press the digitation. And um, I'm gonna go up to Zoblob. Hey Zoblob, honey, I know you said that you wanted to uh, maybe trade something. I have this beautiful purple gem of mine that I just, it's so dear to my heart, but I, I'd, I'd part with it for some information. Oh my goodness, look at that. That is magnificent. Can I see that? And he whips out uh, two gloves that are uh, <laughs> bright bright lilac and puts them on his hands and, and very gently like takes your takes your holy symbol. Gosh, that's just that's just quite the piece. Look at that coloring. You don't see that marbling very much these days. That's old school. I like that. It sure Gosh, is. Did, did it run in the family? It looks like it ran it was, in the family. It was my grandpappy's. Gosh, it does really look old. Yeah, for sure I'll take this. I'll tell you everything. What do you want to know? Um, so the fellows that we we are in question about, uh, there was a, a red-headed uppity man, and he had uh, another man with him by the name of Flume. We were trying to get some information about the red-headed uppity man. He's one of our dear friends, and we've lost track of him, and he just didn't show up. Oh, gosh, you're talking about, you're talking about those fellows that were jumped on the street here the other night. They were jumped. Sure were. They were arguing right in front of that theater right there. And he points <clears throat> across the street from the old Zoblob shop as a as a, a theater um, 
run down every every bit is sort of like decrepit as the rest of this uh neighborhood the sign is sort of like slanted um it is open like the lights are on but you know it's one of those things where like all of the actors are hanging out in front kind of thing and like talking to themselves like it's clearly not a lot of business going in there um zoblob tisks clicks his tongue and goes you know what a noble owned that theater part of his part of his vast estate couldn't be bothered to come down here and take care of it you know so i just let it go to pieces neighborhood went with it what are you gonna do lowers the property value i'll tell you that uh oh. what does this have to do with the two guys getting mugged oh gosh sorry I forgot. yeah i saw those two dudes you were talking about with the red hair yeah they were out there they were arguing they looked like they were having a heck of a time and uh just wouldn't you know it just wham bam out of nowhere a bunch of dudes in black just came up and got them. Did they like rob them or take any money? Was it just unprompted? No reason behind it? Did they just take them. Like they took the men. They took. They took the men. They took uh, Floon and, and this other guy. Uh, ah. And he and he points <clears throat> and um, he says, um, "Yeah, they really just cracked him over the head, dragged him into that building right there." Next to the theater is a uh, dark warehouse. Boom. You said they were arguing pretty animatedly. Would, did you hear any of it? Do you know what they were arguing about? No, I was in the middle of uh, negotiating very important trade of uh, items. And he takes a takes a big yes. puff of his pipe. Nice. Can I, can I do an insight, insight check? He said of mm, items. Uh, he was yes. buying drugs. No. <laughs> 17 plus five. Ooh. It's pretty good. Uh, whatever he was buying, uh, he was he was pretty stoked about it. Hardcore drugs. <laughs> <laughs> that good shit. Um, well, I so appreciate, you know, if there's it in the You know, right? Well, if you happen to have any other information, you know, we'll probably be back through here a couple of times. Maybe I can come back in since, and I can just visit my, my grandpappy symbol. If somebody hasn't bought the gym up, you know, it's so beautiful. Sure. Yeah. Very excited about it. I'm I mean, so you can't, bad. you can't just like come back and take it. You're going to have to buy it back from me. Oh, I know. I know. Okay. What's next? You know, while they're while um, Cerulean's talking to the man, I kind of take out my notebook and okay. just kind of like draw that symbol that I'm seeing okay. on the you know the I, I draw the circle mm -hmm. symbol and I kind of like That's so me. I know Bulgarian I point to it and I kind of like just so everyone's aware you know so he's aware of it and sees you know give me just a just, just a really quick like sleight of hand check because I want to see like how subtly you manage to do this okay uh, so it's fifteen total. Yeah, that's pretty good, Gary. You, uh, Gareth, you, you you catch the the bar digging an elbow into your side. He points at a at a symbol drawn on a piece of paper, and then points to the countertop. Nice. Okay. It, it definitely takes me a while, but I put it together like five minutes later. I'm like, oh, <laughs> nice. Um, going to school. Is the is is Adam still outside? No, you are you are several several blocks away from Adam at this point. <laughs> Please, more information yet, even. Okay. I look around and I look at our little party and I say, "Is there anybody that's particularly good at particularly good at sneaking around?" Uh, uh, that's my that's my whole thing. That I I was really good at that back at home. In fact, I was the only one good at it, and coincidentally, the only thing bad at a lot of other things. So yes, yes. 
feel like right. am i well, not good at, i'm good at sneaking around aren't you're I? actually fairly decent bestie aren't yeah I you got you got a plus five to your stealth roll what do you have gary a plus, oh, well. a plus seven we'll make a great team sneaking okay so um well gareth do you want to go poke around maybe the front of the warehouse if you can see i am so excited to be productive absolutely yes the warehouse is a sort of like standard dockside warehouse uh much much larger than the theater um a door sort of set on wheels that uh, has the ability to, to slide closed, but is currently shut. Um, the the windows are dark. And as you walk up, there is a very imposing looking lock and shackle over the door. Are, is, uh, can we see any signage from where we're at now though? No, there is notably no signage on this warehouse. Um, is there any like window I can make my way up to, to like look in? There are a bank of windows uh, set into the, the wall above the door, maybe like, like 20 feet up, fairly, fairly tall. However, looking up, you notice that the, the roof of this warehouse is sloped and almost touches the roof of the theater next door. Almost like we can totally get up there via the theater. You could climb on top. You feel like you could climb on top of the, the roof of the theater and get inside. Uh, Cerulean and, and Gareth, what are you, or not Gareth, I'm so sorry. Arnold, what are you guys up to while, while the rogue and the ranger? Do, do I have them in my eyesight? Like, do I have them in my line of sight? Do I have them in my line of sight? Yeah, I mean, for a little bit, they're going to disappear because it involves going sort of into the alley next to the theater and then up and then, but you feel like once over, you know, they can wave to you and, and catch your attention. Okay, I point at Gareth and I'm going to use message and I'm going to whisper to him Hey, honey, it's me. <laughs> so that he doesn't get totally psyched out. No, it, it yeah. does not work. I still get startled. <laughs> um, if you see something, you can let me know. But don't just go barging in there. I think that we should stay together. I reply out loud. She can't hear this. <laughs> okay. Tremendous. I love it. Arnold, what are you up to? Okay, I, okay. how about I just like kind of go like... I go to run past the railing. I'm like, there's a show? And I'm just like, what is this? Yeah, no, I grab your arm. <laughs> like no. a mother restraining okay. a child. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Honey, focus. Okay. Honey, focus. We're finding a change man. You're right. I don't want to throw them off. They're probably on their A game right now. I don't want to ruin the show. We'll catch it we, later. We need, we'll get... we need to find your best friend, Flame. Oh, what if he's an actor? And I kind of just like trail off for a second. And I think about this. <laughs> Uh, like, now, now we're getting somewhere. I was like, I was like, Floon is clearly not a fighter. He's he pretends to be rich, but he's not rich. But he's good at pretending. Hmm. And I, so I'm just like sitting there in my own train of thought, trying to figure out who Floon is. I think that these are all great trains of thought, honey. And I think that we will do really well to ask him when we find him, when we can find the people that snatched him out of the out of the road. I learned so much from you. I learned about love. I learned about Floon. I'm just gonna. Yeah. I'm on it. I'm listening to you from now on. You are my mom. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're gonna breeze past that one really quick. Um, so on the over the over the rooftops, um, the, uh, Diana and and Gareth, give me a stealth check. Let me see how well you navigate these. Give me a stealth and an acrobatics check, please. All right, I'll give my stealth first up. Oh, so I uh, uh, okay. Good news, I rolled a twenty-one for acrobatics. Bad news, I rolled a sixteen for stealth. 
Okay. Diana, roll that roll that D20. What does it say? A 19. Which one Holy was Holy shit. Yeah, that's really good. Okay. <laughs> that, that was so, so that's a, tw- a 20. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was 24. A 24 yeah. stealth. Roll one more. 12. Mm, okay. So you both nimbly leap up the uh these roofs, scaling line them like cats. Um, and then like kick a couple of roof tiles. There's a there's a there's a moment of like attention in this in the street from i imagine uh, arnold and cerulean as that roof tile hits the hits the cobblestones in the alleyway beneath but nobody nobody looks up so you get to the roof of this warehouse sloped sides flat top couple of chimneys uh, here and there and there is an open hatchback window um in the middle that is that is um exposed to the night <clears throat> and you hear uh voices coming out of it can we, can we eavesdrop a little bit, see what they're saying? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, you get closer, and you notice that the voices are not human. Or rather, they are human, but it's it, 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 the closer you get, the more you realize that it is a imitation of a human voice. Ooh. Funky. A uh, sort of like a like a high pitched sort of like tie tie the pretty boy up in the back room. (laughs) (laughs) What you're attacked by parrots? Oh God! You uh inside this window, there's a uh, a warehouse floor down beneath, but you can see uh there's a second story sort of ringing this warehouse um almost like a, like a balcony. And there is a side door um, that you can see leads out into the, into a fire escape into the alley. Um, you can see an open warehouse floor, lots of stacked boxes and crates, but you are unable to see uh, who is speaking. There are a pair of torches that uh, are well shielded from the, from the windows and the doors uh, to the street so that it, it's supposed to look dark, but it is actually semi-illuminated in here. Um, and you get the impression of movement, you know, footsteps sort of clattering, but you're unable to see, uh, yeah, anybody specific. Yeah, so I, I kind of wait for, like, the voices to be a little farther away before I start maneuvering, but I will give you a stealth check here. Do it. Uh, do you want stealth and acrobatics or just stealth? Mm, just stealth. It's not that hard of a swing. Cool. A nine, so 16. Okay. Uh, you... Swing into the window and throw yourself onto the balcony. However, your foot catches on the railing, um, and everybody hears, including uh, Cerulean and Arnold, uh, on the street. Here's like a like a clang um, as you uh, just like an, an audible fuck. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> um. So when when I when when Arnold hears that that sound, it's like a big bang, like a clang, right? Something like that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I naturally. Like, like I naturally, as like a musician who's like interested in sounds and mimicry and that and like acting and stuff, I, 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 yeah. So, I, yeah. So I, I identify the sound and just I use minor illusion cantrip and just like perfectly mimic it outside of the door, like over and like just over and over a couple of times, just like bong. Uh, bong, right. bong nice. Like, I see the vision. Did Did anybody notice him other than me? I mean, I know he made a sound, but but did anybody like actually see him thug it up? Uh, the voices beneath you have silenced, mm, but you don't see no any, but you don't see any, again, don't see any movement. You don't hear any, any pitter pattering of feet. So I am going to ask him, what was that? 
this uh, this startles me less this time. But like, uh, and you whisper when you whisper it, only I can hear it. I missed. You you missed. What do you mean? You missed what? I thought we I thought we weren't going in. What's happening? Okay, you're well. For we as a group are not in. That is true. Uh, but that is fine. It's fine. I'm doing a little reconnaissance, if you will. Okay, so I'm gonna make a, a polite suggestion that maybe you should do your reconnaissance a little bit quieter. Th thank you. I <laughs> hadn't taken that into account. I had intended to keep tripping and making small noises throughout. All right, Gary, what are we doing? Um, do I, I assume I can see more now that I'm actually inside, right? Yes. So you can see a large staircase moving down into the, from the, leading from the balcony that you're at to the main floor. Um, there are office doors sort of like set into this upper floor, a couple with opaque windows that look out onto the, uh, loading area, you would assume. And you also see two Birds on legs, for lack of a better, they look like giant ravens, except with humanoid legs. Like what kind of leg? Like human limbs? Like, an, like human legs? Human limbs, except they have like big oh feathers God. on their shoulders and and bird heads. Like an aircraft. Horrifying. Like and a, there are also like a plague doctor on the legs. costume. It's like a plague doctor costume, except if it was a real bird. Right. That's what I mean. Just and yeah. there are also Garion three. Uh, uh, humanoid figures wearing rather familiar looking black leather armor uh i assume same black leather armor as those dudes getting arrested you would assume correctly all right is anyone can anyone see me or i guess i wouldn't know that is anyone looking at me not yet okay. are, are, are the bird people and the regular people conversing or are they like what, what are they doing the they they are conversing this the squawking is obviously from the bird people um and actually as you're watching one of them sort of like bristles you can only catch like uh uh patchwork glimpses of them as they as they're behind barrels and boxes but one of the bird people uh bristles um and then the next voice out of his mouth is a uh a deeper sort of like scratchy voice and says no time to loot the place we got to get him to the boss let's go do i do i have any inkling of who they're talking about of who him is and why they need to go to the boss i have a guess you do not i i should have asked if i like saw you know someone bound up and gagged who was obviously being kidnapped negative um do the the people in the black leather um are, i can i like roll insight to see if they're working together if it's like a i assume they're working together actually this is a very long-winded way of me saying i have jack shit to do and do not know so there is a door that you saw that opens that up is... on this balcony oh, to a fire escape. In fact, that's my whole reason for coming in here was to see if the door was unlocked, wasn't right. it? I'm, I'm going to go ahead and test that thing, I, see if it's, uh, see how that's doing. The door is unlocked. Outstanding. Great. Success, everybody. Yeah, yeah like, what's the play? The the con door? Look, the connection's still open, dude. You can talk to me. Oh, <laughs> can I? Sweet. Yeah. Um, I'm Do gonna, I see I'm the gonna... door open? Yeah, I'm going to get Cerulean and Arnold over here. I assume Diana can see me open the door and come out. Yes, uh, Arnold, so you can I'm, see the door open. We can see the door open? Yeah, it's a, vague, it's a vague suggestion of a shadow sort of like set in the alleyway, but like because you're already looking up there, 
you see you see a, a shadow against a shadow move. Uh, and, and Mel, you see uh, the the rogue open the door. Um, it is, however, oh, that is a nat one. Severely not greased uh, and squeals like a like a like a a pig on the run. Um, and yes, Gary, and now the now they see you. Sweet. And you so hear you hear a voice go, "Hey, who's that?" I need. You. <laughs> I close the door. Hold on. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and flee out the door to regroup with the gang here as as me from the ground when i look towards where i heard the sound and where i might see a sliver of light where he opens the door do i see anyone coming out in pursuit Garrett? um before that okay. happens, we're gonna we're gonna do Mel's thing really quick, just sort of so we can stay chronological. You see, uh, you see a handful of like black figures streaming through the the narrow alleys made of boxes and barrels towards the stairs uh, in in hot pursuit. Oh, so I am currently being pursued. You don't know that. No, but this but is I, a great confirmation. But I, but I, I do. In in okay, look, I don't have to like shoot to kill. I mean, you make me seem so bad because I'm already shooting arrows at people. Maybe I just need to slow them up so my homeboy can get away. True. I, as your homeboy, would recommend shooting to kill. <laughs> I mean, I'm 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 okay with it. Truthfully, <laughs> honestly, like like the 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 plague doctor thing is in a pandemic, guys. <laughs> it's in poor taste. Yeah, I think I, I think I might I think I might shoot. So okay, so can, can I can I can I shoot can I shoot? Hell yeah! Roll that d twenty and add five to it. Does does she get advantage since they, since they don't know where she is? No, she's hitting moving targets two floors away. Oh well, so so I'm just that good. That's what she I'm might saying. be. Let's find out. Seventeen. That's good. But yeah, I didn't roll. add. Roll a D8. That's the pyramid-looking one. Look, they all look like pyramids. I'm just kidding. They're all like pyramids. Oh. Five. That's a five. That's a five. So yeah, so you uh, whip your bow out and fire an arrow through the window, um, and you catch the sort of like main guy in the shoulder, um, and you see him like sort of fly against the wall. He wasn't expecting, obviously, an arrow. He was intent Aerial on Aerial his... assault. Yeah, exactly. So. Uh, he sort of like slams against the wall from the impact and there are more cries of like, there's someone on the roof. Um, and uh, there is a retaliatory uh, shattering of glass as a crossbow bolt breaks the window about six inches away from your head. Oh. Um, and you see that one of them has a, has a hand crossbow pointed up at the, at the window. I don't. I don't suppose um, I can be like uh, waiting by the door on the outside for them to come out. I mean, you, you can tell me whatever you want to do, bro. Basically, just gonna see if I can wait for one of them to follow me out the door in pursuit, and then I'm be like, "Aha, you moron!" One one of them's gonna run out the door. Um, are you holding it shut? Or are you keeping it open? What's your, what's no, your the play door, here? The door. The door is open. I'm basically just on the other side of it, so they run directly past me. Oh, okay. That's. That's a pretty good play, actual. Um, <laughs> all right, yeah. Do I? Do I? Do yes, I get it? Yeah. No, Arnold, uh, Arnold, and, and Cerulean. You can now see sort of what's going on. You've you've been alerted. Um, are they within? Like, do I have a line of 
a, like a path I can take to get there? You can run through the alleyway and get to the end of the stairs. Um, it's going to take probably at least two actions to get to the platform up there because it's, you know, you got to figure 30 feet down and then another 20 feet back up on the stairs. Um, or you could, I don't know, parkour up some boxes and get there faster if you were fucking feeling it. Um, yeah, I'm going to try it because I'm also the idiot that decided to try to land on some fluffy dudes. Say, if there's some bankers around. <laughs> okay, give, uh, me a, give me an acrobatics. I have a zero modifier on this, so this is oh, just a straight yeah. roll. Come on. Nope. Yeah, 16. Nice. 16. All right. I, you uh, scramble a little bit getting up the, the stone sort of brick wall that's closed off the, the alleyway. Um, but after that, you manage to jump onto a pile of boxes and then like scrabble onto the railing. So now you are on the opposite side of the doorway. Likely where they're coming out of. That is accurate. Yeah. Uh, Arnold, what are you up to? Um, but so, okay, so the bird people and the human-esque people, um, do I see them coming through the doors if they're chasing Garion, or are they still on the other side of the threshold? You do not. You heard the commotion. You heard the, the, the crossbow bolt break the window. Um, so you're, you're and, and you saw Cerulean like take off like a shot. So you're aware that something's going on, but you have not seen a bad guy yet. Okay, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna follow her then. I'm gonna like, like go with her and be like, "Whoa, what's going on? Oh no, what was that?" Um, yeah, give me a basic acrobatics roll. Let me okay, see cool. how uh, skillfully you follow Cerulean. Okay, uh, sixteen plus one, so seventeen. Okay, yeah, you managed to you managed to get up uh, behind Cerulean. It is now I'm gonna say pretty crowded on that balcony with three of you on what was essentially designed for a one at a time person catwalk. Um, but you see, you hear. Uh, the sort of like slamming sounds of footsteps. Can I slam the door shut? Yeah. Yeah, no, I am saving my own hide and I am slamming that thing sh shut as hard as I possibly can. And okay. I reach out to, and I'm I'm looking at, is um, is Arnold right right by me? Mm -hmm. Like already? Arnold, help me with the door. Okay. There you go. Okay, so as you reach out to grab the door, you manage to grab it and pull it from uh, Gareth's grip, who's scooby-dooing scooby uh, behind the door. Um, and as you take it to close it, a six-foot-tall raven explodes through the sliver of doorway uh, straight into you uh, and knocks you off the railing. And the two of you go hurtling into the, the wet, rainy night air. <laughs>